Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into the divine feminine state of love, abundance, harmony, and joy. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Identify and Heal solo episode, I'm using inspiration from the guest episode I released this week with the lovely Brandy Hudson, exploring the concept of where are you feeling dissatisfied and disconnected in your life, whether it's through your job, through a relationship, through the community that you're within, whatever it might be. So many of us remain stuck in survival mode or even a mode of mediocrity or lack of satisfaction. And the question is why? What are the beliefs that keep us there and what's keeping us from pursuing and believing that we deserve true happiness and fulfillment? So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with an Identify and Heal solo episode. Happy Friday if you're listening to this on the release date. (laughs) Happy whatever day it is. So as I spoke to in the intro, this episode was inspired by the guest episode that I re- uh, that I released this week with Brandy Hudson, who shares her her story about how she was an extremely successful businesswoman. She worked with very big corporations, was making great money, yet felt completely devoid emotionally and in terms of personal satisfaction in her life. So she decided to do something about it and explore what turned out to be her true calling, which was to help others put their focus more so on happiness as a state of being rather than a particular goal to reach through external means. And of course, this is a focus that I believe in strongly, that I speak to a lot in my own work and through this podcast. And then I had this sentiment come through again in the guest episode I recorded earlier today that will come out in about a month, which was a very interesting one. It's brand new for me. And it's from this woman. Her name is Heather. And again, she'll be on the the show soon. The episode will be released in about a month from the date this is released. And she wrote a book called Canine Spirit Guides. And she talks about these different essentially like archetypes or forms that these basically galactic canine guides come through, through our animals that are guiding us towards our own personal evolution, towards the greater evolution and rise of our planet at this time. And her work ties into the notion of soul, uh, star seeds, that she's a star seed, that you're a star seed, I'm a star seed. So many of us came here at this time to shift earth because earth definitely, definitely desperately needs shifting into a place of greater harmony 
which I obviously talk about. <laughs> That's the whole concept of the divine feminine and women waken. Yet I love that her concept, for one, it tied into a theme I used for last week's episode, which was focus on not what is, but on bringing what doesn't exist into being. Recognizing that perhaps you haven't found your calling, your forte, because you're looking around, you're trying to find it on the menu and it doesn't exist because you're going to create it. So she created this because she opened herself to universal wisdom, which I will say nothing is necessarily novel. We don't ever come up with an idea. We pull from the great web of universal knowledge and wisdom and bring it forth into the universe. That's why, as I've spoken about before, two different people can kind of grasp the same idea at the same time and pull it through. (laughs) It's wild. Anyways, I love that she was also speaking to the fact that although she wasn't necessarily dissatisfied with her life, she knew that it wasn't her highest calling. She knew that it wasn't really what she was meant to do here. And as soon as these messages started coming through for her, it was like everything just made sense and her life made sense and she had greater peace and clarity. So I wanted to do this episode about identifying and finding the places where we are keeping ourselves stuck, where we are not allowing ourselves to open ourselves to new opportunities, to new, more fulfilling occupations, friendships, connections, relationships, whatever it is. And this woman, Heather, also made the statement, which I'd heard recently, and I need to hear it again, which was that a lot of us are not receiving the information and the abundance that we want because we have our buckets full of crap, if you will. We have our buckets full of fear and lack mentality and all of this, and we need to be able to receive. We need to have an empty bucket with all the crap cleared out in order to bring in the gold, in the good stuff. So we want to identify what are we holding on to? What are we holding on to that we know deep down is not serving us, that we know is keeping us from this greater exploration, which is the divine, universal, cosmic journey of our soul's path, of our soul's purpose, and allowing that to be experienced in this lifetime. Because we all know something very peculiar is happening right now on the earth that things are changing, we can sense it, that the foundation of a reality is beginning to crack. It can't be sustained. Yet so many forces are trying to hold the illusion. They're trying to keep that foundation. But it's breaking away. And the more people that let go, because emptying your bucket is just another way of saying letting go. It's another phrase, and I think I've used it on the show, is You can't receive something if your hands are full, if you're gripping tightly onto that job that you have and that relationship you have and that place that you live and this certain way of life, you can't receive the gifts that are coming to you. We have to open and let go of what we know. We have to be willing to lose everything. And I know that sounds drastic. And if it does, that's okay. That means that perhaps you're not there yet. Perhaps you're not open to that. And that's all right. We all come to different points in our life where, we're, we, where we are ready for different things. Yet for those who that resonates with, who get that, who feel at that place in their life where they think, 
gosh, I just don't see myself doing this anymore. Yeah, I don't know how to let go and try something new. And maybe you don't even know what that something new is. And how frustrating is that, right? So, but again, it, it's not going to come through until you let go. It's kind of like that quote that says, jump and the net will appear. Sometimes you have to take the leap first. The new opportunity, the new person isn't always going to show up before you let the old go. Sometimes you have to let the old go and stand alone or travel down a path in the dark, not knowing where it will lead, just trusting, trusting and surrendering that your intuition, your guidance, the universe is leading you down that path, that the net will appear, that a new reality will present itself. That's everything you've ever wanted because you're saying to the universe, you're acknowledging, I see you, I trust you, I believe in you. And the universe has to know that you're open to that in order to lead you to it. But also you have to believe in it in order to see it. I've heard before that the phrase seeing is believing is inaccurate, that it's actually the other way around. Believing is seeing. We do not see anything unless we believe in it. I've spoken to this before. We do not see anything unless we believe in it. When we believe, yes, a new reality awaits me, a new way of doing things, a new creative outlet, a new relationship, a new home exists. We don't see it until we truly believe it. And sometimes it takes letting go of what we're holding on to so desperately in order to see it. Because there's nothing like taking that free fall jump to say, okay, I, I surrender. I turn myself over to you universe because I have to believe because I'm falling. <laughs> and then what do you know? Then that appears, the opportunity appears. Another quote that I love is fortune favors the bold. I remember hearing that when I took my first big leap of faith in my life, I had moved to Seattle when I was 24 I had been working for two years in sales in the Bay Area, where I'm from, and I'd saved up some money, but I just knew that I couldn't pursue that path, and I didn't know what to do. And it was a bit of a, as they call it, a geographic, where I hoped that I could move to a different city and be a different person, and all my troubles and fears and insecurities and hangups would all leave me. They did not. (laughs) But it was a bold move, and it did shake up my life, and my life trajectory changed. That's where I started school. That's where I got my dog. That's where I had my first relationship, which by the way, I don't know if I've shared this, but I didn't have a relationship until I was 26, the first one. And I just felt called to share that because again, trusting your own path, releasing your attachment to the way things are supposed to be. I'm not saying that everyone's meant to wait until they're 26 to have a relationship yet, whether it's when you're 15 or 52, if we can trust our own path, if we can trust our own guidance and our own unique exploration of the universe, life can be very different. Our lives aren't always going to look like we thought they were. And our lives are not always going to look like everyone else's. Our lives are going to be our lives, our own unique experience and expression and path. So I I speak to this and I'm going to do more episodes on this because there's so many things that we believe we're supposed to do and have that, again, we keep our fists so tightly closed. 
And I do offer that about having a relationship later because I know there are some people who are terrified of being alone. There's such a stigma with being alone. Goodness knows I am aware of it. I've had people say horrible things to me about being single. And sometimes I say them to myself and I think, oh gosh, there's something wrong with me. And oh gosh, how can I ever have a relationship at this point when I've gone so much of the majority of my time without one? But again, I just have to trust. I have to trust that if it's meant for me, it'll come to me. Then the other thing I have to surrender is the idea that, and maybe it won't. And that's okay too. You have to be okay with something. Again, you have to release your grasp to truly receive. If you're holding on to this idea of, I have to get this job. I have to have a partner. I have to be married by the time I'm 30. Then you're holding on to a concept and you're not opening yourself to what actually wants to come to you, what's actually for you. So embracing what is our own, letting go of what is not truly for us. No longer staying stuck. No longer staying in a place of being dissatisfied and feeling disconnected from what we know we're truly meant for. And if you look around the world, you see so many people who are so disconnected from true source, from true joy, from their true expression of themselves because they've fallen in line with what they thought they were supposed to do. And it brings them no joy or satisfaction. It feels empty. And in return, they feel empty. Yet we are not empty. We are a piece of source. We are a piece of the universe having an experience on earth. We are meant to bring forth something very unique. And that's why earth is getting so much help at this time from guides, from starseeds, because we've truly lost our way here. We've lost touch with the fact that We weren't meant to have all these rules. Where did these come from? I was speaking about this with Heather, my guest today. Where did we decide about all these rules? How did we come to live this way? And it really is just that we lost the plot. We lost the way. We were misguided and we stuck with it and we continued trying to work with that. We hold on to it for dear life. And again, that leaves so many of us feeling that life is nothing but a struggle, that life is about suffering. This is not truth. This is an inaccurate statement. Life is only ever designed for our highest good and highest expression, which is joy, which is light, which is love. There will, of course, be adverse experiences only because it gives us the duality to understand joy, to grow and evolve and have compassion and greater wisdom and knowledge about the grandest truths of life and existence and the universe and God source. How can we ever reach those understandings if we keep ourselves tied to the smallest little ideas? Keep ourselves within this box that we've created for what existence means, for what the human life looks like, for what the human society has to be, is supposed to be. If we put all our energy into the doom and gloom of life, how can we ever look away long enough to create and give energy to the brightness and brilliance that life can be, the joy. So I ask you to take a moment, to take some time, if you're listening to this and you are feeling stuck and you're feeling like you've had this nudge that something else is out there for you, that you were meant for something more, but you're stuck in this situation. Again, whether it be a job or a relationship, or where you're living, or who you're spending your time with, and there's just something that feels so wrong about it, that just doesn't feel aligned, 
then maybe it's time to let go, to empty that bucket that has gone stagnant and grown algae and muck in it. Empty it out, clear it out so that beautiful things can come in. Letting the universe know, no, I won't settle for less. I won't settle for this illusion that I have to carry out these earthly duties to earn a living and to keep my life. These are falsehoods that humanity has created and it keeps us imprisoned. We are not meant to be imprisoned and we will not be imprisoned much longer. That is the radical shift that humanity is seeing right now is that we are about to be set free. It's already happening. More and more people are learning to set themselves free. And it's not just the fancy spiritualist on Instagram that look like they have these amazing sparkling lives and almost just make us all feel worse because we feel so stuck in what feels like a smaller life, not so grand, not so impressive. And I'm not knocking people on Instagram who show that. Those things can be inspirational. Sometimes watching people flourish can inspire us. I think unfortunately social media more so just creates this sense of jealousy rather than envy, which I heard once there's a distinction between jealousy and envy, that jealousy is when you want what someone else has. You want their life. You want their looks. You want their success. It's almost like you want to siphon and take their energy, like an energy vampire. You just want to, you want to be them almost. Where envy is more, wow, look what they're doing. Look what they've done for themselves. I really desire what they have. I want to have what they have in my own way. I envy their relationship. I envy their success. I want to emulate it for myself. Now, you're free to disagree with that. I actually read that in the Conversation with God book series that I speak of often because it's a big, been a big part of my life. But that just kind of clicked with me. I was like, yeah. It's not to say that because that if we say that anybody who has success is going to create jealousy, so forget them, that's not what's up. What's up is, wow, some amazing people can do amazing things. And so can I. That's the big vision here. That's the big shift that's happening is right now we're so stuck in jealousy of like, oh man, the only way to have the good life on this planet is to be rich and famous and beautiful and have people be jealous of you and want what you have and be seen as someone of prominence and that's it. Otherwise, you're just a peon and you're nothing. Not true. Earth will change when we let go of this competition, this zero-sum game of if you win, then I lose, so we have to continuously fight to be at the top. It's when we all share in life's glory together and let our own unique light shine and our gifts shine, not in competition, but in collaborating, in collaboration of bringing all our gifts together so that we're like, damn, look at what we're doing. We're really fucking partying now. (laughs) Just everybody like coming up with like their own essence and their own light. And it's just, it's going to be phenomenal and it's inevitable. Right now we're in the opposite. (laughs) All the lights are out here, right? There's like a few lights that we've decided, okay, those people are bright and shiny. They're, They're gods of the earth, our celebrities, our rock stars, our billionaires, whoever it is that we've deemed to be gods on earth that we worship. Mm mm. Those days are coming to an end. There's no worship in the future. 
It's everybody sharing together, recognizing their own brilliance, nobody better than or less than anyone else. Can you imagine? And there's the question, can you imagine? Because if you can't, then it won't be for you. As we begin to believe, it shall be so. Just as I said, it's not that seeing is believing. Believing is seeing. Believe that the world can be that way and it shall be. People are already experiencing it right now. That's the other thing about this grand revolution that's happening. Everyone's kind of like waiting and waiting for it to happen. But look around. It's already happening. It's happening within this podcast and the conversations had and you listening to these words and you gaining your own understanding and knowledge. I've had the privilege of talking to many of my listeners and it's been so brilliant and beautiful because each of them are their own little facet of the big diamond that is the expression of humanity and they get it. They're, they're beginning to believe. So they're starting to see and I just want to keep trying to bring more of those people together. So I also want to offer that if you feel stuck, if you feel dissatisfied and disconnected and like you don't know how to let go, you don't know how to empty your bucket, you don't know how to move away from the life you've created, from the ruts you feel you're stuck in because you don't know how to take that leap, reach out. I've had many people reach out now to work with me as a spiritual coach as a guide for moving towards your gifts and towards this new path. And I believe it's more towards my calling because I feel so inspired and so alive and awake when I have these conversations and I work with people who are aligned with this because these are my people. I want to bring them all together. I want to help them. I want to help them see the light in them. Namaste, right? The light in me sees the light in you. And that's what we all do. Then we're lighting each other up. We're sharing our unique brilliance. We're no longer living in a state of fear or lack or comparison or jealousy. Better than, less than. That's when everything changes. It starts with releasing attachment to the way things are. I know it's hard and I'm not saying that everybody has off the bat, the ability to do this. Yet we do not have to live our lives in a standard conventional way. There are ways to move outside of convention. Most of us are already struggling within it. So maybe it's not as impossible as we think to move outside of it, to try something that sounds outlandish or different. Do you think the universe is not capable of catching you? Do you think the universe is not powerful enough to embrace you if you say, I believe I believe that there's a new way of living. I believe I don't have to fight to keep myself alive, to keep my family alive. I read a friend's post recently on Facebook and she was sharing the most honest, beautiful sentiment that she said, I want so much to be able to be a single mom and raise my kids in the way that I believe is best. And to spend time with them, but also have time for myself and my own personal growth. But I can't find that space to do it because I don't know how to care for my kids in the way I want to and have enough energy and capacity to work. And this is a soul that's never been able to have a conventional standard job. And that is okay. I also want to say that my brother is like that. My older brother could not hold a nine to five. It's just not in his blood. Really, it's not any of our blood. It's not realistic or aligned with our souls 
to be tied to something that keeps us like a workhorse. And I've spoken before that some people do love their jobs. Some people find work they love and they don't mind it. That's fantastic. But that means that there's something about it that gives you sustenance in life that's aligned with your soul's work. But too many of us are doing nine to fives that have nothing to do with our soul's work. And that, again, leave us feeling void of any joy or fulfillment. So again, back to my friend, she was just putting this plea out to the universe, but also to her fellow people on Facebook of what do we do? What are we supposed to do? Are women not supposed to be able to raise kids and also embrace and be able to grow spiritually and be able to live a life that they want to? She has always lived on the land, in open spaces, in more rustic settings, sometimes often without electricity. And she's fine with that. But even that is becoming almost impossible for her because everything is so expensive. And she also speaks to that she wasn't able to have a relationship with the fathers of her children because they weren't healthy relationships and involved abuse and neglect. And she said, I'm not going to stand for that. So what do I do? Way too many of us go without because somehow society has decided that it will take care of a lot of things for humans, but it won't take care of our bare basic needs to have a life. We'll put billions and billions of dollars into our quote unquote safety and protection, yet not actually tell us where that money is going or how it's being sent or how it's actually contributing to our safety and well-being. I'm in no way knocking that security is important, taking care of us, protection of our land is important, but can we really trust that people in charge have our best interests in mind? We can't. So we have to have our best interests in mind. And at a certain point, you have to say, I do not feel that my needs are being acknowledged. So I need to look out for them. And sometimes that might mean taking a drastic measure, a drastic change, changing your life, taking that leap of faith and saying, whew, I don't know how this has worked, but it's going to work. It's got to. My friend was also kind of putting the word out there of like, does anybody else want to do this with me? And I believe that's what we're going to move more towards is building communities, building villages again, because life is becoming less and less sustainable as single family homes and single individuals. The housing market is insane. There's so many people without homes now. The idea of owning a home for somebody like me, 38, and a lot of people around that age and younger, it's like a pipe dream to have your own home. Where would we have that much income? How could we have savings to pull for a down payment? Everything's so expensive. We have so much debt to pay. My point is, don't let anybody tell you that you have to buy into the way things are and you have to stay where you are because your security is at jeopardy. Your security is already at jeopardy in terms of being able to have a joyful life because that truly is the only security. Any other security in life is a, is a joke. Well, for one, you don't need it because your soul, your everlasting soul is always protected. You will always be fine. This earth journey is just a unique experience of learning to find our way back to the truth of who we are. And again, I'm not speaking to anybody who has children to take care of and a rent to pay and is saying, I don't, I feel that this is a bit offensive. I don't mean 
to in any way belittle that life. But what I'm saying is that if you're open to it, beginning to explore, if this way is not working for you, if it's not serving your soul and and compromising your mental health, is it not worth trying? Or at least just starting out with identifying where you're feeling deeply dissatisfied, where, where you're feeling disconnected from yourself, from your joy, from a sense of love and appreciation. Because the thing is, we, the longer we stay in these situations where we feel stuck, we build up a sense of anger and resentment. Because like an animal caught in a trap, we just get more and more frustrated because life just feels like such a grind. And we just keep pushing and pushing. And then everything that we earn just goes back to just trying to stay alive. It's a brutal way to live. And it's not how we are meant to live, is what I believe. So I offer this episode to help you get your juices going, get your wheels turning about where am I stuck? Where am I feeling dissatisfied and disconnected? And how much longer am I going to choose to stay here? When will I decide to open my hands, to empty my bucket and say to the universe, I am ready now. I am ready for this new opportunity, for this new relationship, for this new adventure, this new destination, this new home, this new friendship community. I am ready and I'm showing you by letting go, by opening myself, by believing that I will see a new horizon, that I will have a new experience. And begin to think, because first we have to know what it would look like. Ask yourself this question, what would true fulfillment mean to you? What would true fulfillment look like to you? Be within that essence. Think of how you would feel. Does it look like less constraints financially? Then open yourself to abundance. There is plenty of money on this planet. Money is only energy. It's infinite. But again, when we have this lack mentality, we're like this little mouse that's just holding on to his little piece of cheese and doesn't believe he'll ever get any more. Let go of that so that you can receive more than you could ever imagine. The shift happens, but only when you identify your blocks, only when you identify where you are stuck and decide, I'm going to set myself free. I hope many of you will begin that journey to set yourself free. And again, if you're interested in working with me, as I state in the outro, you can find me on Instagram, message me and be happy to work with you. And I know everyone listening, I know that your gift is bubbling to come through because that's what's happening right now. There's no coincidence that you're listening to this. We're all coming together. Those of us, I call us star seeds, those who were brought here to help shift humanity, to help shift, shift the planet, because it is time. The time is now. So if you're ready, try it. Just try to explore where you're blocked. Try to see what would it look like to take that leap of faith, to jump and trust that a net will appear, to be bold. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.